Welcome to the sermon podcast series from Nokomis United Church in Nokomis and Knox United Church in Lanigan. My name is Mitchell Anderson, student minister at Nokomis United and Knox United. This week we celebrated the fourth Sunday in the season of creation as we honored Sky Sunday. As followers of Jesus, we are called to struggle and to face challenge, and there is no greater challenge facing humanity today than that of climate change. And so we wonder, what does it mean to follow Jesus and love the earth in our time? Let us know your thoughts. Enjoy. God of grace, your word to us is more desirable than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter than honey, than pure honey from the comb. And so as the sky declares your glory, as the sky reveals to us your mighty deeds, may the words of my mouth and the thoughts of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God. Amen. I am a prairie boy through and through, and so I need to find my way the sky. And so when I am in uh, places where there are mountains or cities where there are very, very tall buildings and I can't see very much of the sky, I feel lost. And sometimes if I can't tell where the sun is or where the moon is or the North Star and I actually don't know what direction I'm facing, I actually am quite literally lost without the sky. And in those moments of my life where I have felt the most lost, where things have been dark, my life has been filled with pain, there's been something of the sky that I believe has revealed God to me, that declares God's glory in my life. And so in the light of the stars and in the running of the sun, in the feel of the wind on my face, and in the song of birds, in these ways the sky declares in my life the glory of God. And so on this fourth Sunday in the season of creation, on Sky Sunday, we are given to read hard readings. Not ones of joy and of happiness and of celebration, but of anger and of judgment. The prophet Jeremiah, our brother, tells us of God's judgment and tells us that when God is angry, when God judges the conduct of humans, that the sky grows dark. And so the prophet Jeremiah tells us that the sky will turn black. This prophecy is fulfilled, so our brother Mark tells us, when on his last day, his last hour on earth, Jesus lays dying on the cross, and the whole earth turns black. The skies that declare the glory of God, the skies themselves mourn at this great tragedy happening on a hill outside of Jerusalem. That as Jesus, the author of creation, the word by which all things were made, lies there dying, hanging on a cross. And Jesus breathes his last, giving back the breath to the winds, returning the breath that gave him life to the sky. And he dies. And the world itself is changed in a way that the people do not even fully understand. But there is one person 
a Roman centurion who witnesses the tragedy and majesty of this moment and says, surely this is the Son of God. Now it's easy in our lives to skip over the hard moments. It's easy to keep reading until Jesus is resurrected. And it's easy that when someone close to us is in struggle or in pain or in tragedy, it's easy for us to want to rush ahead to the ending, to the day when the grief work has been accomplished, when the pain has lessened. It's easy for us to want to rush ahead to the moment when all of the hard stuff of life has been dealt with. It's easy for us, whether in reading scripture or in our own lives or the lives of those close to us, to not want to rest in the hard stuff, to not want to wrestle with the difficult and the challenging parts of life. It's easy for us to choose that. But we follow the way of one who never chose the easy path. Last Sunday, we heard an ancient hymn about how Jesus did not deem equality with God as something to be clung to desperately, but humbled himself. And in so doing, shows us what it is to be humble, to be generous, to be self-sacrificing, to offer our lives for the sake of the world, just as Jesus offers his life for us. The path that Jesus gives us, the way of what it is to follow Jesus and to love the earth, is not an easy path. It is hard, it is difficult, and it is challenging. And so I believe in our time that just as the skies declare the, their witness of the tremendous tragedy that happened on that hill outside of Jerusalem 2,000 years ago, I believe that the skies are declaring something of God's judgment for us in our time. We see all around us that the patterns of the weather in our world are changing that between tropical storms and hurricanes and typhoons, there was a point uh, in this month where there were seven all around the world. Some of the most uh, terrible and tremendous storms of human history uh, happen now. And the disaster and the cost is enormous. Because we have uh, taken the air and taken the sky for granted. And we have said to ourselves that we can just pollute and pollute and pollute endlessly without consequence. But as with all things, for every action there is a reaction. And so as we have poured our poisons into the air, so too the airs have changed. And the sky that declares the majesty of God and the glory of God, the sky stands in judgment of what we have done and what we are doing. And so we see greater storms and changing patterns of weather. We see the consequence of our mistake. But just as on the cross, Jesus bears our pain and enters into our struggle, so too by raising Jesus to new life, we are told that we are not the people of death. We are the people of resurrection that for every moment of pain, there is joy. 
joy that comes with the morning, that after death comes new life. And so we are the people of the resurrection. And the story that is ours to share is that death does not have the last word, pain does not have the last word, and judgment does not have the last word. The last word belongs to God who is the author of life, the God of resurrection, the God who did not just die on a cross for us, but rises to new life and gives new life to all the people and all the creation. And so that means I believe that there is always, in every time and every place and every life, hope. Hope that there are new possibilities that await us. And so when we are struggling, when we are in pain, Jesus does not tell us to hurry ahead because he bore his pain on the cross with us and for us. But in the same way, there is a God who is with us and a God who promises that there is a future good beyond imagining that awaits each one of us and awaits the earth. We have the opportunity then to choose how we want to live, to live as a people of pain and struggle or to live as a people of hope, to live as a people who continue to pour poisons into the air and, and abuse the sky, or as a people who hear and see in what God is doing, that sees that the sky declares the glory of God. And so we are called to live in good relationship with the sky and with one another and with ourselves. This is what these hard stories teach us, that God, whose word is good, whose word is more valuable than even all the gold we can imagine, that God, whose word of hope is sweeter than all the honey in all creation, that God's word of hope is in us and works through us. And so in our time, we can follow Jesus and we can love the earth, and we can treasure the majesty of the sky that declares the glory of God. We can choose to turn away from our mistakes and by the grace of God find new ways of living with each other and of living with the earth and of living with the sky, ways that are honor and celebrate the beauty and the glory and the majesty of our God who has created all things good. So my friends in Christ, that is my prayer for us, that deep in our hearts might be a wonder and an awe that brings honor to the glory and majesty of the sky, that celebrates the coming of hope even in the midst of the challenging and hard parts of life, and that seeks always to live the way of Jesus in our time. Amen, and thanks be to God.